Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, beautiful people all over the world. We are here this week for a, man, it's going to be a jam-packed episode, I think. <laughs> it's going to be so lively. A lot and to talk about. Ooh, can't wait. Um, before then, um, I believe we're going to share a couple of updates, if we have them, yes. about The Bachelor Nation and Married at First Sight. Um, as you guys I know. Go. Oh, do you have, oh, updates. Okay, Jade. Bachelor Nation, Meredith for Sunday. Um, yes, uh, I actually had some time today, um, and I was like, "Let me." I needed some like background noise, um, and so I watched The Bachelorette, and mm-hmm. I watched the whole thing. It was a lot easier watching it without taking notes because there are so many people and names, and that stresses mm-hmm. me out. But um, overall, in the first episode, for those who watched. The first guy she met, his name was Nate, the first guy out of the car. Mm-hmm. He's from Austin, not originally, but he lives in Austin. Um, and I like him a lot. He's my favorite guy. He also got the first impression rose. Oh, nice. What does he look um, like? Do you tell? He, he's interesting. Um, <laughs> he's not unattractive. He's just, like, he has, like, an interesting look about him. He's, like, light-skinned, and he has, like, these earrings that dangle with, like, daggers in them, and he has, like, oh, nose pierced. Oh, He majored in, like, Africana studies, <gasps> and I think his dad is African. So he has, like, a whole full name. Interesting. He's 6'8". Oh, Nate Alokayo? Oh, wait, 6'8". Yes, Yes, but his full name, like, if you go to the first episode and watch him come out of the car, he says his full name, and it is more than the Tunde Nate Alakoya. It's like Baba Baba somebody blah 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 blah. I mean um, six eight though. My my my. I know. Um, it's like oh yeah, Tunde night night. It's more than that. It's more than that. That's not the <sighs> He says it on the show. And I'm trying to find I can't find it. I should have probably taken a note on it. But wow, six anyways. Eight, man. So you, did you see his his picture? Yeah, he's not what I expected when I saw that Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw him, they were like, he's from Austin. I was like, he looks very Austin-y. He does, actually. He really does. And um, then, I, like, they introduced I need, him. I need more information. I think his dad is African. They showed a picture of his um, him and his, like, cap and gown, and that's where I saw, like, the Africana studies. I don't know what school he graduated yeah, from. Yeah, that's what I'm really interested in. Let me look mm-hmm. at this man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do some research, everyone, for everyone. <laughs> so he's the first impression, Rose. I like him. He's from Winnipeg, Ma- Winnipeg, Manitoba, which is, I don't know. Oh, that's in uh, Canada, right? Uh, Sure. So I think that's his name is Babatunde. Like. Um. Mm-hmm. His full name is Babatunde. So interesting, so interesting gentleman. Yes, yes, yes. He oh, is. Oh, so the, is it Nate? He works for Indeed. Okay, that makes oh, sense. Oh, I Austin. know where Indeed is. That's right at the dome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Looks like he went to Eastern Washington University, has a BA in business administration with a minor in Africana studies. Are you on his LinkedIn? <laughs> uh, no, this is a picture oh. from Twitter. Are you on his LinkedIn? Maybe. <laughs> 
I don't know my LinkedIn sign-on, so... Yeah, I'm on his LinkedIn. It's, yeah, it's Eastern Washington University. I don't know where that is. But yeah, he's yeah been this in, is just a picture. Mm-hmm. He's been in Indeed for only two years, and then before that, he worked in Washington as a bartender and then a okay. sales rep at 18 Okay, you know, you got to start So he was in college know? and needed a job as well. Yes, basically, because he didn't graduate from college until 2019. Oh, he's so young. Well, yeah, he's like 28. I think he's 28 now or 27, something like that on the show. Well, he mu- so. oh, Okay, he must have graduated college like later in life, which is fine. Yeah, I mean, he, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm rooting for him. He's my top pick right now. Good for him. Out of, out of the people that we have because, you know, Austin, African, you know, a lot of good things going on with this man. 6'8", mm-hmm. got mm-hmm. that going for him. Definitely. Um... Aside from that, there was another interesting character on the show named Ryan from California, and we see a little background on Ryan, and he says he was born on this farm that he grew up on, and he's like, I don't know, like that cowboy, I don't know, he's from California, but he's like a farm boy. Mm-hmm. Um, at the beginning of the show, Tasha and Caitlin decide to like this Room Raiders thing where they go into oh, some of the guys' Lord. hotel rooms and see what they have. And, you know, just kind of give them a hard time. But they go into Ryan's room and they find documents that are like how not to get how to get a good edit or a bad edit. How not to get a villain. Not documents. (laughs) Yes. There's like typed out pages that that are like cliff notes on like how to win The Bachelor or how to win The Bachelorette. And so they find it, and they're like, oh, what do we do? Do we tell her? Do we oh, not tell her? Oh, for fuck's sake. Blah, blah, this blah, blah, this blah. feels very convenient. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> it does. So, of course, like, uh, what's, what's her name? Michelle. Goodness. Yeah. So many names. Michelle meets all the guys. Um, there are some characters there, but she meets this Ryan guy, and then she pulls him for a one-on-one the first night. That all goes fine. She's then talking to this guy named Leroy, and... Um, Tasha and Caitlin come interrupt Leroy's little one-on-one time, and they're like, hey, we want to tell you something. He has some documents. So then Michelle's like, where are the documents? documents. Are they in your hotel room? Okay, That's how they refer to them. Okay, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, she, so she pulls him, and she's like, uh, they said that you have something. And he's like, well, I've never seen more than two hours of the show, so I just made some notes on who you are and like what you like. Because he came with like an ice cream truck. And mm. apparently he knows she likes ice cream and like where she's from. He says that's what the notes say. They're just like information about her. And so she's like, well, that doesn't make, why would they tell me that there's documents if they're just like things that I like and like where I'm from? But he's like research teachers to know like how to sound interested about teacher stuff, I guess. So then he starts like putting his foot in his mouth. He's like, my brother's girlfriend wrote some notes for me because I'm not familiar with the show. And then I wrote, and so she's like, well, who's doing the right? Like, what are you talking about? She mm-hmm. goes and looks at the notes, kicks him out of the room while she's doing it. She's reading over it. Some of, his, some of his exes have also told him how he comes off, and there's notes about that too. They're like, you can be mean and demanding and do less of that. Like, don't say everything you think. Um, that's in the notes. It's really bizarre. Anywho, Michelle comes out of the room because this guy's standing out there talking to the camera trying to defend himself michelle comes out of the room and she's like look um i've decided i need to listen to my gut and not proceed with any red flags um and he's like well what can i do to can i do anything she's like i need you to respect my decision that i'm not going to proceed with you and he's like is there anything 
I'm going to walk you out. So he gets walked out. Everyone's like, ooh, shock and awe. They're like, he must have done something real stupid to get walked out before the rose ceremony even happens. This is still just the first night. Um, so that's that was the the highlights I got from the show. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well. Nick gets the first impression rose. A lot of guys leave. Some guys stay. There's a guy in like a on a platter. That's kind of odd. Um, but yeah, so far so good. Okay. I guess. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Michelle's dad us... was there too because he's really no. cute. No, well, definitely he wasn't us... there, but we saw him. Definitely keep us updated about Nate. Um, that's all I really care about. I don't at know this how, much, how often I'm gonna watch. You know, it depends on. Oh time. yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this was like a whole two hours where I was doing um, other things and just needed. So there weren't so, really many Married at First Sight um, oh. updates, except everyone was kind of <gasps> buzzing about what was coming this week. <gasps> oh, I thought you were about to spoil it again. No, I'm not. No. Um, yeah. Well, so Tamara let's just... wakes up and spoils the show. <laughs> <for me. laughs> Sorry, I really thought like you knew. <laughs> so I'm Sorry. trying to keep her from doing it to y'all. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say not anything, you guys. Me. Sorry, I'm not gonna say anything. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into it then. This episode was man, it was it was exciting. <laughs> I'm ready. I didn't even catch the title of this episode. It's what? called what? Country Chaos. Oh, that's the, that's the best they could do. The best they could do. Country chaos. <laughs> With all the, all the, okay, sure, yeah, let's go that's for what it. it was. That's what it was. All right, country chaos. This is the couple's retreat. They go way far out to Brennan, Texas, which is a little over an hour from Houston. So Yeah, not very Not that all. much to do. The, the best they could do, you know. All right, gross. <laughs> <laughs> We're at day 43 of marriage. Um, Brett apparently has never been to a ranch, doesn't know what to pack. Ryan feels like it's going home again because apparently he grew up somewhere around Brennan. Mm-hmm. Like 15 um, minutes away. Yeah, which says a lot. Because mm. I, I don't know if I've ever touched foot in Brennan. Hmm. Probably driving by. I mean, I'm, you know, driving through to that, to Louisiana. I, okay, okay, maybe. Mirla also doesn't have any Western wear. Um, <laughs> Western Gil gives wear. her... Gil gives her a hard time because she's like, girl, he's like, girl, aren't you from a ranch? And she's like, yeah, that's why I left. <laughs> um, you know, because she grew up on a little ranch in Mexico or something like that. Um, where do we start? Bow and Johnny packing silently. It's yeah. kind of moody. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. Were they in the same room? I think they <laughs> I were in think two different was. rooms. He said some. The only conversation I heard between them, and he's like, are you ready for the trip? And she's like, yep. <laughs> Likes. And then, um, yeah, it's pretty cringy. She's saying she's hoping to reconnect with all the other couples, not particularly Johnny, and that's kind of all I got from that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty tough. Um, <sighs> and so we start off with uh, Michaela and Zach. Um, mm-hmm. Zach is calling Michaela to ask her where she is. She says that she's 10 minutes away. He hasn't seen her since they had their fight, which I think was the previous night. Um, and he wants her to tell him that she's sorry for her actions. Um, if you guys recall, they were having a really interesting, lively conversation about sleeping in the same bed and how she didn't want to sleep with him because they weren't going to be together. I don't know. You guys can't make hells or tells of it. Um, she gets there. I believe, are they at his apartment? Because there was a piano there. I 
did see that, and I was a little confused. I guess that would make sense because I know he's always wanting to go back to his apartment. <laughs> yeah, she, she loves that this, apartment. <laughs> she showed this big green box, and I was like, "Is that flowers? Is she gonna?" She didn't say shit. I was confused. But. So I think that's this place because there's no way that piano was at the shared apartment at the latitude. <laughs> like, there's no way. Um, no, probably not. Yeah. So she shows up. They leave. Why would he be there? There's not even no spices there. He's not there. I can't even imagine. Um, so then we get footage of everyone leaving. Mirla and Gil are bringing hype. Um, everyone's driving in the car. Mirla tries to take a photo in the car with Gil, and she asks him to smile, but he says no. So she takes a picture with hype. Mm. Mm-hmm. Besties. Interesting. Uh, so you want to take us into Brett and Ryan? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I know why I laugh. At <laughs> every time we talk about Brett and Ryan. Okay, y'all. So interesting combo. They're the only people who are having actual discussion in the car. Jose and Rachel are talking about like cats. Bao and Johnny are talking about road trips because it's forced conversation, mm-hmm. obviously. But Brett's like, or Brett decides she wants to talk to Ryan about meeting up with his sister, and she brings up this whole distraction thing that Alexa said. Ryan's confused. He's like, I don't mm-hmm. even know how she, why she's saying like, what, what sense does that make? Yeah, and honestly, I had to, I kind of understood what he was saying, because it was just so random. He was like, how did this come up? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think everyone was wondering that, but I thought maybe his (laughs) sister had some inside information or something. Yeah. I don't know either. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, so she's like, Ryan, you're talking to other people, and you're not talking (laughs) to me. And he gets really defensive. He was like, what if I tell other people that I'm not telling you? And she's like, well, I heard you're planning to uh, tell me we can just be friends. And so Ryan then doubles down and tries to say that his actions are speaking for him louder than his words. He's using actions to talk to Brett instead of words, which. Well, if that's is the case, working. well, I'm just I'm confused because you're right. He says that he picks up on actions more than words. So he doesn't need to say all the things when his actions have been doing that. So I'm like, so basically your actions have been doing nothing. So is that what you're saying? That like, there's nothing to be done? Cause that's all I can get from that. Yeah, I mean, he's not, he's he doesn't been, make a lot of sense. Well, like he hasn't been doing anything. That's why I'm like, so that means that you, you don't I'm have nothing. Interested. Yeah, you, there's nothing left here. So then that's it, yeah. right? Yeah, but if he wanted her to know that, he should have just been like, you know, I'm just really not into it because. Well, he, he said also, his actions, he's, he don't need to say it. <laughs> But he's saying one thing and being another way. Like, he's being really shut off, but then he's telling her, like, oh, I want to try. I promised Dr. Pepper I'd give more effort. Like, he's, like, he's so full of shit. Yeah, Uh, I don't really know. It's very confusing. Um, So then we get into Michaela and Zach. mm -hmm. Um, They are driving in the car. They stop over and, I think, go to some sort of goat farm. Chapel Um, Hill Lavender Farm. There we go. Zach Mm -hmm. says that he doesn't think that they are on the same page as to what happened the night before, and he wanted to stop for the retreat to talk about what happened. Um, So Michaela says that she talked to her sisters and his brothers, apparently, and they helped her shift through her emotions and thoughts. She says that she's better. She just needed her own space to kind of get her mind together, and she said it was kind of like a buildup of emotions. She says that she's now able to know what her triggers are, and she knows where they start. And she was able to talk about, you know, how do we get there and figure out all the details. Um, So then she says that they need to figure out how to talk to each other. 
Zach asks if they can overcome these communication differences, and she says she thinks so. Michaela says it was a learning moment for her so she can learn how to talk to him and see what they're going to do moving forward. I don't... She does this thing. <laughs> it's so interesting. Like, she what, has what, these what moments. She has these moments of just, like, a lot of anger and, like, frustration. And then the next day, it's like, oh, that... It's not like it, it never happened, but she's just like, oh, well, that happened, and, you know, I want to move forward. Like, she has a really great way of spinning it. Like, oh, you know, that happened, but, you know, today I'm better, and, you know, I'm ready to seize the day. Like... It's, it's very strange. Like, and I guess maybe she just, she just kind of like lets it just kind of fly off of her. Like, you know, there are some people who just like don't hold on to arguments or things and they just mm -hmm. let, let it, you know, like water just rolling off your back. You know, you just let it off. And I don't know if that's yeah. just her personality. <laughs> I feel like there are some instances where that is appropriate, right? Like if you ate the last, <laughs> if you ate the food I had saved in the refrigerator, like we might be able to get over it by tomorrow. Oof. But if it's you tough. moved out and took all <laughs> right? the seasonings, you moved out of the apartment. You have a hard time starting fresh the next day. But she's just like, yeah, you know, I talked to everyone and figured out my triggers and, you know, let's just move forward. This is I'm like, very what? similar to, to Johnny. He's like, I talked to yes. someone, I feel like going forward. But, like, I can't talk to you and figure that out. I have to talk to outside people in order to get mm -hmm. the strength to go forward. Which this is just really... <sighs> really strange because she's mm -hmm. saying all these things like all these buzzwords of like yes. good things good things triggers good things, good things, blah blah that she doesn't practice any of this absolutely not and it's so interesting because her and johnny have something really really in common where they get into these fits of like so much emotion and anger and rage mm -hmm. almost and then the next day it's like it never happened you know it's 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 fine you know let's move forward and it's almost like different personalities like they're just so quick to like hot and cold you know like yeah it's just really alarming <laughs> like it's yeah. just strange it's scary um so yeah so she's talking to him about that you know zachary i don't know how he's able to just kind of like roll with it his but arms look really good in man scene. he looked really good <laughs> i was like look at sweet angel you know like, look at sweet up. angel with these muscles i was like this man don't deserve this <laughs> He he's not the best it. character. I don't know. He's. I mean, one I'm just like he's not. Here's the thing. I think that he is just so flustered, and we'll get into it. But like, I really truly feel like he is just so completely out of his out of out of his depth here. Like, he don't know what's going That's on. That's true. That's true. He can't navigate. Yeah. Um. So there's more actually. Michaela says that I think Zach asks her, "What do you think we do well in this relationship?" And she says that they have fun. You know, when they go out and do stuff, they have fun. That's what they do well. Um, Zach says that he can see her with the goats. He takes a little photo of her, calls her goat baby, like the song um, Throat Baby, what? if you guys are familiar with that. You don't know Throat Baby? He calls her a goat baby? Yeah, he was like, goat baby, because of the song Throat Baby. Oh, y'all are wretch. I don't know that. I need to listen. You don't up. know that song? Send it to me. Lord. I swear, y'all. Jade lives, I think. Instagram? <laughs> it's <Should> everywhere. <laughs> y'all, Jade listens this? to, like, such, like, the music. I mean, I think she just oh, listens to, like. this is the baby in City Girls? Yes. Yes, oh. we've all heard it. Do you listen no. to the rap music? Let a young nigga come play in your throat. Ugh. <laughs> it's so cool. What is this? <laughs> it's so funny. 
girl, baby. And so Zach I was like. I heard him say that and I was like, he's strange. No, that was from the song. <laughs> That's why they both started cracking up. That's why he was well, like, let me stop. Well, girl, you know, they're y'all. both cracking up to me. I was like, look, look at these two nuts. Yeah, Jade lives a sheltered <laughs> life when it comes to the music, you guys. Ooh, no profanity, you guys, nothing. When things are a little raunchy, I'm like, what the hell is this? This is, no. Okay. Okay, yeah. So, Thanks for um, um, putting me onto that. I'll, I'll try to give it a listen. Um, maybe I actually like the this. song up until the City Girls come in because they just added a whole nother level. I was like, ladies, I'm all about, you know, I'm all about the raunchiness. But I was like, this could have you could have kept that but it's i like it always in trouble i just i like it it's a good song and it's not his song it's someone else's it says brs cash yeah it's him and then i don't know girl some random guy but the song's great (laughs) it's a great song um okay yeah so then okay michaela and zach you know they they turn it back around he asks if they're gonna sleep in the same bed when they get to uh, the ranch, and she says, "Why not?" And he says that he's looking forward to it because it's gonna be fun, like it always is. Nasty. Anywho's, there's like a part that. before this where Michaela is really excited about these goats, and she's like, "I like goats." Da-da-da-da. And he's like, "Hey." Uh, don't put your hand too close to them. I don't trust them. And she's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I was like, yeah. this seems, you didn't, like, this is, Zach, they They curse at each other. I mean, she curses a lot. And then she, he kind of just yeah. follows suit because he's so pissed off because she's cursing at him. But, like, I, I don't. Would, like, be careful when someone would be like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm like. I would be like, well, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> like, I would, if a partner ever came at me like that, like, a, a lot of times cursing is, like, triggering for people, especially if you're in a relationship. It's like, why the fuck are you cursing at me? what I do yeah. to you? Yeah. Girl, but right after he <sighs> said he sees a resemblance between her and the ghost, and I was like, he is cruising for a bruise, and he's a watch out. Oh, my gosh. She's Those over two. here. She's saying, she's very happy about the ghost, so in a way that kind of mm. renders on like childish well, you know, giddiness well you know how goats are you know in a lot of horror movies goats are um similar <laughs> to the mark so you know i don't know y'all oh man have you seen the jester king logo Oof. Mm-mm. i it remember this like, one movie though where the goats were like those symbols you know i don't know i don't know I take mean, it how the, you will the, yeah that's I, i'm saying that's what i said too <laughs> i went to that brewery and i was like i don't need any of this merch because it looks like oh movie. the jester oh you're right i was like oh yes. lord i was like this is something <laughs> it's it's a fabulous brewery but it's I great like, i love it but i was just like this, this logo, logo. <laughs> i was like who made this <laughs> jester <asking> me. <laughs> I mean, anytime you have those horns like that, I'm like, all right, y'all, let's keep well, it, goats, keep it PG. None of the goats at the farm actually look like that, so I'm confused. But <laughs> like, let's let's like... keep it cute here. <sighs> okay, so yeah, Michaela likes the goats. Mm. Um, take that as a clue, if you will. But she's she's very excited about these fucking goats. I guess I don't know. She, it's this is whole it's little weird. scene before they meet up with everybody is strange. These personalities, I just can't make heads or tails of it with her. Yeah. So they end up at the retreat first. It's a barn, like a barn house. It has six rooms apparently and property, like yardage, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is COVID friendly for everyone involved. Rachel and Jose show up next, and then Mira and Gil show up with hype. Mira is in. These oh my god! Heels. Let's talk about heels. it. No, those were wedges. Okay. 
Where is she going with mm. this one? I was going to say, we're not really doing wedges anymore. Mm, that's, yeah. She shows up I'm with sorry those, to say. tries to twist her ankle. Now, we know her style is not necessarily... I hate um, it. I absolutely hate it. It is she not also had, like, modern. a true religion. <laughs> yes. I was like, what was is like, this? And then those jeans had on some sort of like bedette. Like it was like the low. It was like I a low cut jeans. I thought they were like jean. Tommy jeans. It was a low cut jean. So already I'm yeah. just like, okay, um, giving us Britney. Um, cool. Um, well, and you then, know, when you pay a lot of money for something, you better get your wear out of it. But that's guess, really reserved girl. for like classic basic things, not like trendy <sighs> styles. The outfit was a mess. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> Maybe good. she thought that was Western wear. Maybe. So yeah, she comes out in there with some I don't know <laughs> craziness. Um, Gil claims that the sitter bailed on him. Was there even a sitter, Gil? There's no need to lie. Well, um, I was wondering. Like everybody else has dogs too. It would have been nice for all the dogs to come to the farm. But it does seem odd that because like no no dogs ever go because they're doing all these stops and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what his situation is with the sitter. Mm. He has a sitter, or he had one before Mira came into the picture, but I don't know. Maybe he fired them. <laughs> um, so Mirla is looking at the space. She says, wow, it's like an everybody dormitory thing. Um, she's looking at the restroom. She's like, damn, golly, man, we got to share restrooms, <laughs> which is kind of gross. Um, they start taking shots. Gil and Mirla are she in She said she's never shared space. Yeah, she, like, with humans. She keeps saying yeah. with humans before, and I was just like, all right, so Mirla, it's, it's okay. Yeah, they're probably all the two days. Right. She says, Gil asks her if he likes, if she likes the space. She says that she would have preferred separate cabins. Gil says he likes this stuff because he'll plan something like this with his friends, and he feeds off of people, and it puts him in a better mood. He then makes a little quip about how if they were staying at the Ritz-Carlton, she would probably run there. I... Y'all know how I feel about him, so I'll just leave mm. it at that. Okay. Yeah. Who? Okay, let's see. Bow and Johnny show up. They need to pick mm-hmm. a room. Johnny's nervous because he thinks there will be one room and one bed, and they'll have to sleep together. He <laughs> says he feels like everything has gone backwards for them, which y'all know Johnny is always finding something new to complain yeah, about. Yeah, it's always um, something. Today, it's this week, it's the bed. Yeah. So. Anywho's, Gil and Bao end up cooking. Um, she refers to herself as the head chef. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mirla, for some reason, is being carried around by Gil. I don't know what the hell is happening. Well, remember like, she said. Remember he said that like if she ever gets uncomfortable, just to give him PDA or something. Maybe she was feeling uncomfortable. I don't know, girl. I don't know, but she he was carrying her around in like a full on like straddle, like the way you carry a two year old. And she's like, "Can you see my panties?" And I was like, this is weird. Well, probably so, um, since you got those low-cut jeans on. Maybe if you came with us to the 20th century. He said that they century. couldn't see her panties. The camera, <laughs> the camera couldn't see her panties. He said nobody else could either. Maybe she wasn't Shit. Really, who knows? Join us in the 20th century where we do a mid-rise, and maybe <laughs> then you won't see them. Good grief. Brett and Ryan end up showing up. and um, Jose Did you hear what Brett said a- when she walked in? She said, um, she party is here, baby. I was like, Brett, please uh, stop. Jose ends up grilling, and what's the whole meal that they have? Because uh, it was grilled know. chicken and pasta and shots, 
I guess no and vegetables. Salad, yeah. Oh yeah, and salad. It just all they looked very the, weird. They had like the bag salad from HGB. I saw her pour it in the bowl, so I'm sure she that like, the Caesar that bagged Caesar from that H-E-B? wasn't the bag Caesar. That was just like bagged like oh no lettuce. it wasn't like oh, the no, make no, your no, own no, like no. with a mix or nothing it was like i want to say because those make your own h-e-b salads are great <laughs> girl i have some favorite ones so we could talk about that off hello off, but yeah they just i guess they just grabbed some old romaine <laughs> called a day. she had like just the plain bags i'm i'm sure she like added some stuff to it to jazz it up um, mm-hmm. but and then I saw bags of Takis up there. I was like, Lord, y'all oh, are in truly. The, in the cabinet, I saw that. Yes, too. I was like, Lord, this y'all. Yes. I don't think they brought that. I thought that was just like the Airbnb host. I hope so. Like, I was like, not the Takis. Yeah, Takis <laughs> and the cabinets and different things for them. Yeah. <sighs> um, while they're all, they're at like this. What do you call that? Like a farmhouse table. Yeah, like yeah. Big benches. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, Gil starts up some conversation trying to see how everyone's doing. Of course. And Zach says him and Michaela are in a good spot. She says, yeah, we're in a good headspace. And I was like, these are, like, famous mm. last words. Y'all shouldn't have even they're answered so this They're so crazy. Like, they're so fucking crazy. Why would y'all participate in the discussion? They're insane. But- like, literally, <laughs> Michaela was like, like, she, I think something, there's, okay, we'll, we'll get there's into There's a it. level of delusion here. <laughs> yes. Like, she was just like, you know, I think she starts talking to someone about, or I think it's Johnny, because, you know, Johnny's saying that things are bumpy and they're going to this weekend, you know, just trying to be Mm -hmm. nice to each other and being positive. And Michaela says that being honest and a little unapologetic in your honesty can help, you know, being open and honest really does help. I'm like, Michaela, if you don't shut the fuck up, like, you don't know what's going on. My thing, like, some people may say I hold a grudge, but like, I need to get, I need to get through the thing. I can't mm-hmm. just, yes, just be like, okay, it never. Let's happened. work through but it. Two two days ago, when even on the road down here, y'all weren't in a good space. Y'all went to the lavender farm, and then boom, we're in a really good spot. But I feel like every time she talks to people, she just lies about the status of the relationship. Absolutely. And he's so delusional. He's like, yeah, we're, t- <laughs> we're talking about things because they had one conversation and because we mm-hmm. laughed about throat baby goat, baby goats, whatever. Yeah. That doesn't mean we're in a good spot. I'd be like, we're kind of simmering, hoping yeah. to cool off. But, but in, in I mean, all you don't honesty, have to answer the question. Yeah. And I do feel like, I don't even know if Zach is delusional, but I think that he just doesn't like conflict. And I think he's kind of just like, this is the only way to like not argue is to just sit here Zach and lie to everyone. Zach is suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. Yes, he, yes, absolutely. He is a prisoner and has fallen in love with his captor. Bless his heart. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if he's fallen in love, but he's almost like infatuated. I mean, the, he, apparently, he's you know, drinking the Kool-Aid. when they get in bed, it's fun. So I guess fun that's... Fun like that's, it always is. That's keeping she him going. She's doing that thing with her, with her throat, so, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so then we do Why like a somebody little... call you a throat baby why he said goat hey, baby he said goat baby she laughed was... a little too hard it was a little <laughs> you know a little play on words i don't know i don't know what they'd be doing in the bed um they having fun i guess like so always. so after that you that's know, after probably Ma- how she apologizes I'm sorry. <sighs> after i can't because michaela <laughs> i just i really after she gives her little you know um Brene Brown speech. Um, they likes. all, they all sit around the campfire, and Johnny presents Brett with cookies um, in honor of Baxter. 
Um, they little like dog cookies that say Baxter on them from the group. Um, they wanted to honor his life and his legacy, and so they have sparklers that they light, and it's just a little honoring of Baxter. Ryan That's says. I mean, it was kind of weird just because they don't really know her like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, the passing of a dog is, like, so fucking traumatic. And um, I would have preferred, like, no. <laughs> it's like, don't talk to me, actually. Very, uh, like, the gesture was nice, but I was It was a like, sweet I gesture. I would have preferred just, like, some cards and, like, you know. sparklers? We're at a fire. Yeah, I was like, the sparklers. It made me think of, like, um, why did I get married, too, when they went out on the beach and, like, lit up those, like, balloons and stuff. It's like... Why are we doing this? So, yeah, Ryan says in his confessional that he wishes he could have been a bigger comfort to her. What a trash, mm-hmm. man. He does say he was very fond of Baxter, but y'all remember when he first met Baxter, he was really into Baxter. Mm-hmm, and was. it was obvious then that he liked Baxter more than Brett. But. Absolutely. Um, and then Brett says that she was actually glad that Baxter got to be with Macy because he didn't have a lot of dog friends. And I was like, oh, com- companionship. It's so big for dogs. You've got to give them some friends. Um, So, yeah. So, after that, um, everyone's getting ready for bed. Michaela had on some very nice pajamas. I think they're from Target, maybe. Um, Mm -hmm. But they were actually very nice. Um, I mean, she own two-piece, like, formal pajamas? I don't. I think that's why I was like, wow, those look so nice. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who buys those? Oh, Navy just had some more sale, and I was like, "Eh, do I need formal pajamas? I mean, I did wear them. I wore, yeah, I wore them last year for Christmas because we had like a little Christmas party and we had to wear pajamas. Um, yeah. So I did that. But yeah, hers looked very nice. And I, I was just like, all right. So Brett, Ryan, Johnny, and Bow are still out there by the fire. Um, Johnny asks about where they're sleeping. And Ryan says that him and Brett will stay in the same room. Um, but Brett says, I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> And then her confessional, she's like, you want to have a sleepover? You want to chit-chat? You got to say it. And I was like, damn, Brett. Um, hello? So then Bao says there are six bedrooms. There's an extra. And then Ryan says that he'll sleep with Johnny if he wants. And then Bao says, well, great, the girls can sleep together. But they wind up not. So this is what confused me. There were six bedrooms. There's five couples. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I thought that Bao and Brett were going to sleep in the same room, and then Johnny and Ryan were going to sleep in the same room. Mm-hmm. But that's not how it works. Bao and Brett each stay in in a different room, and then the boys are out, I guess, on the sofas. Yes. Well, no. So, Brett and Bao each sleep in, like, their assigned couple room. So to speak. Yes, yeah. And then in the sixth room, uh, Ryan and Johnny do rock, paper, scissors. Johnny oh, wins okay. and he gets the sixth room, and then Ryan ends up sleeping on the couch. So I guess my thing is why couldn't the girls have just slept in one room and the boys just figured it out? I think, well, if, even if the girls, if the girls slept in one room, then the guys could have slept in two separate rooms. There would have still been an extra room. Oh, okay. I see. But I, I think see. the girls are probably like, well, fuck you. you like, Clearly. I was just like, I mean, we could have worked this out better, but I guess they're just like, fuck y'all. So, okay, I really fine. thought Ryan and Johnny were going to sleep in that little full-size bed together. I was like, how are y'all about to do that? I was like, I mean, but, you know, Ryan is like super like, you know, he's he's East Texas, so he wasn't going to sleep. On the floor. He would sleep outside <laughs> before that happened. by the fire. 
Um, Sleep on a picnic table. So then uh, the following day, everyone wakes up. We see Rachel and Jose are playing with Michaela and Zach. What is that game called again? Cornhole. Cornhole, yes. I was like, I've played it so many times, you would think I would know Girl, the name. that's a beanbag toss where I'm playing. Yes, truly. So they're playing here Cornhole. Um, they, they throw that thing out at every tailgate here in Texas on UT's <laughs> camp. I mean, just it's everywhere. Reminds, it reminds me of elementary school all the time. I'm like, this is so simple, but whatever. Um, so they're playing. I think they're like um, playing against each other. Jose says that his wife has a competitive side and he thinks it's very sexy. So um, sexy. Michaela says that she got married to have these fun, silly moments. She also has a new confessional look with this wig that is so awful. Ooh. So bad, y'all. It's just not good. Oh, is this the wig she had on at the, the little thing they do with Jamie? Where it has, like, the bangs? No, like, not that one. This one is, like, a she had on, like, a green dress. I'm going to send it to you because I was just like, okay. Michaela, what is going on? Um, so, yeah, this wig is not good. Uh, Michaela and Zach lost cornhole, so they each take a shot. Um, and then we see everyone making tacos and eating lunch. Um, we get a little a little conversation about Zach asking about sleeping positions. I don't even know how we got there. Mirla says that she moves around a lot in bed. Gil says that he stays in one place. You know, Mirla just be a kung fu fighter, blah, blah, blah. She's laughing. It's so great. Um, do you want to take us into the girls and the guys conversation? Yeah, Ryan is getting lunch from his favorite place from high school or something, so he gets lunch for him. Oh, those burgers Brett, are great. Brett and Bao, I think he gets lunch for. Um, I love an East Texas burger. Burger. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the girls and guys split up, and they start talking to each other. Michaela's talking to the girls. She's lying again. Lying, um, girl. Just be <laughs> lying. <laughs> I didn't get all the details of what she was saying, but Lies. the reactions to what she was saying. She was saying they found love and they're in a really good place after she moved out. Oh, wait. Honestly. Wait. She, oh, wait. She's really misrepresenting the truth. I'm sorry. I crossed it with Zach. Yes. Bow's talking. Bow's saying she's so envious that they've been able to work through Girl, this. Girl, you she, don't be envy of nothing. <laughs> don't. It tells you the version of the truth that Michaela is saying. People are like, oh, my goodness. That is so good. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy for y'all. So Zach is talking to the guys. He's also saying the same bullshit. He's like, we're in a good Lies. place after she moved out. Johnny is dressed in something. I was like, uh, what are you fucking wearing? This like, Western shirt with this like <laughs> super contrasting thread that's stitched all over it. I don't know. It's he has Strange. a hat on. No one else is dressed that way, so it just <laughs> looks very weird. Um, Zach says that. He recalls the whole thing of um, the night Michaela moved out. And he's saying she didn't want him to leave, but she didn't say that. She said, cool. And then she got mad and everyone's like, well, yeah, you, you know she didn't want you to leave, so why'd you leave? So we go back into that whole thing and we then see uh, Michaela and she's saying, we're kind of like Godzilla versus Kong. Oof, and neither Lord, of us that was, and I was like, this is a was strong a comparison. <laughs> And Godzilla and Kong, does one of them die? I'm pretty what sure they do. I was like, that is an mm. awful metaphor. Like, is that what you're using to describe y'all? Like, my God, one is a Godzilla. Are they even human? I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know which one is Zach. I, was, I don't see him as being like that. It's Godzilla dramatic. and what? Which one? Godzilla and Kong. So one is a yeah. gorilla and one is... I'm like, girl. I'm not here for calling black people monkeys. 
so that's why I'm like I was like what are we doing no let's not let's not be angry black people girl it was not good was like Planet of the Apes that's not anyways she's I don't know so Bao again is like eating this up and she's saying (laughs) that um they have trust and commitment from each other and that's something that (laughs) Bao and Brett don't have and they wish they had that kind of trust and commitment to the relationship and Pal just doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. But again, she's not getting the Yeah, she's not getting the full Pal. information. So I don't even fault <laughs> I don't I don't fault her. Because she's thinking this is all true. So bless Poor her. <laughs> We're trying to make Pal. sense of it. Shit. She's, and in these scenes, I don't know if y'all have noticed, but every time Mila sits with the girls, she does not contribute anything to the conversation. She looks so bored with them. She says nothing. Michaela <laughs> is laying on in the corner of the couch. It's like a sectional. She's laying in the corner of the couch with a blanket and she's just kind of like nodding along or you know making eye Mm -hmm. contact with the speaker but she's really not contributing anything um which i feel like is very she doesn't do well in these group situations yeah she's Mm. just not and it's really interesting because like i really thought that maybe you know i'm a i'm a person that's good on like one-on-one interactions like i'm not really Mm -hmm. good at like huge groups but that didn't even feel like a huge group like it's just like four same people yeah so i don't really know like why she has issues like opening up to them like you guys i mean this is a pretty like this is it this is the group it's not like you know new people i mean she is pretty private she's never telling the group like what's going on between her and gil like they're also never asking her they're not cool like that the only person she talks to like is her her friends i guess and gil Mm -hmm. talks to everybody so she probably doesn't feel a lot of pressure to communicate because he's doing most of the talking anyway that's true that's true rachel does talk and she says that she's been there um where she's felt really obsessed with someone who's not interested in her and she can't figure out why she can't get her brain to register that i shouldn't be spending my time this way Mm -hmm. um which is good sounds like she's definitely had some growth absolutely um Brett goes on to say that she's 100% herself from the beginning until something happens and it's rejected and then she kind of just shuts down and doesn't open back up anymore. Mm. Which it sounds like we've already crossed that threshold. I think we already know that. Good to know further. Uh, We go over to the guys. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe we're talking... Oh, Ryan. Ryan says Mm -hmm. that um, he had a little bit of hope this weekend. Uh, He wanted to try something different. uh, Not really telling us what that is. Um, he says that he wanted uh, him and Brett to sleep in the same bed this weekend. And so Ryan asks, so Zach asks, how, like, how is that different from you guys at the apartment? Like, why would, why would that be different here versus at home? And Ryan um, says he doesn't know. He said, that's a good question. So he kind of just stares off into space. Um, he doesn't know anything. Yeah, that was, that was a good question because how do you get from X to Z? yeah like Um, why would it be different why would you guys sleeping together here be different from sleeping from not sleeping together at home like like, what's the difference brett was saying that night at the fire but he yeah didn't catch it for some reason or Mm -hmm. didn't see why she would be opposed yeah um so good good question zach i i think he he's good with questions Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then um, Johnny says that Bao and him have a difference in perception of what's happening. And Johnny says he realizing that he's a lot more emotional than he thought he was. <laughs> um, he thought he was pretty even keeled, but he is seeing now that a lot of things really upset him. 
Um, so that's, you know, some self-awareness for Johnny there. Um, Val says... You've been 35 years and I think you're emotional. I... Th- I- Someone has to. He's have never told been with him. anyone long enough. He hasn't had. Probably so. Probably so. Because comfort. Yeah, because he never gets to what, like a second or third date or something. Like he probably had no idea. He thought he was just happy go lucky. Meanwhile, you over here, like in the bedroom, screaming. Um, you know, as the camera crew is trying to have a conversation with Bow. I mean, obviously, you've got some some emotional things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Bow says that she's very disappointed in Johnny. Um, she is mad and irritated. She says she's been very patient in the face of meanness, but she's had enough. She wanted a life partner to start a family with, and she realizes that um, her parents, who have been married for 50 years, had a very dark time in her childhood. Um, She always looked at her mother putting up with her dad's verbally abusive behavior, and she would always say that she would never allow herself to put up with that. And so she feels that she has yielded and backed down when her younger child self would have said not to do that. And so she Mm. did that with Johnny and she's devalued herself and she realizes that she cannot be disrespected by a man who isn't worth her time. You know, what's really obvious to me is that Val has been in therapy for a while. Absolutely. I mean, devalued herself. I was like, girl, okay, okay, therapist, whoever she is out there, she working on you. I mean, if I was Val's therapist, I'd be so proud of her. Hello. I'd be like, look, at, look at you. Look at camera you. Growing. Gross. Wow. Meanwhile. She's not, I mean, she could really be a lot more emotional about everything going on with Johnny, but she's like seeing, she's seeing what's happening. She's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. She's not being reactive. She's doing really well. Yeah, But I almost feel like it's to her detriment because he's taking advantage of the work that she's done on herself. Yeah, and, that's true. Like he's a he's really challenging to be with. Um, I, I mean, know. I'm glad she got to that point. But to your point, you know, she's she's been really f- yielding to him a lot. And so yeah. while I appreciate that she's you know learned this from you know from therapy and growth, you know she's gonna have to. I, I want her to stand up for herself a little bit more. Um, yeah. So yeah, like, there's that. Girl, you saw those red flags weeks ago. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, I understand because he's traumatized or because he, like, you don't need to rationalize his behavior when he can't even be nice to you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. you know, maybe she can recommend him to a therapist. She sounds, she sounds like she believes in therapy and um, maybe there's someone for him to go to as well. Now that maybe. he knows he's more emotional. Maybe. This next scene is interesting. Do you want to take a... It is. Um, so we have Mirla and Gil. They are going on a little bit of a horseback ride. Um, Mirla is on Ladybug, and I believe Gil's on Mojo. Mm-hmm. Mirla says that when she was little, her mom is from uh, Chipas, Mexico, which is very rural, and they rode horses when they visited, so she really enjoys riding horses, and she's really excited to ride horses with her husband. Gil says that he is fearful, but he has to suck it up because horses are very strong and powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, they start walking around. Uh, Mirla says she likes it a little bit faster. Gil says this is a good a good stride for him. She asks him if he's scared. He says no. He says he has a healthy fear of horses. Um, so at some point, I think um, they maybe kind of put pick up speed a little bit, but I mean, they pretty much kind of just walk. Very boring. Um, so then they get off the horses, they sit down near the lake. Gil says that he feels official. 
Mirla says that it was short but very fun and she wishes that they could have uh, picked up a little bit more speed. Gil asks if she's ever satisfied about anything and he says that it gets under his skin because she's never content. He says, and I quote, you sound like a brat when you aren't cooperative, difficult, when there isn't need, when you don't need to be. She responds with, this was fun. She says that I receive your criticism. No, she basically says I receive it when he gives her this criticism. And she says in her talking head that it's good for him to communicate that with her because she cannot read his mind and that being married is an adjustment, but it's tough because she does have to compromise. It's helpful to know so that she can change her behavior. So here's the thing. Tell me what your thoughts are because I'm curious. I... I see both sides. Like, I see mm-hmm. how it's like every every time he asks her something about how you like this, it's always like, yes, but, or this, but. Like, it's never just like, oh, I had fun. It's always like a caveat. So I yeah. totally understand, you know, being like, hey, you know, I wish you weren't so negative. Like, maybe try and find the positive about these things. But the way he does it, it just feels so disrespectful. Like, mm-hmm. when he says, you know, you sound like a brat when you're not cooperative, you don't need to be difficult. Like, I don't like that language. Like, I don't Um, think you need to talk down to someone to make them get your point. Okay. And it just feels like he's always talking down to her. Okay. What I noticed in this scene, she did, she complained. Yes. As she does. Cause she wanted, she didn't want to be in the back. She wanted to go faster. She wanted to go on an actual trail. Um, but I did hear him, after he said she's a brat and difficult, or making things difficult and doesn't need to be, he does do a small check-in with her, and it's like, are you okay with me saying that? Like, do you feel okay with what I just said? And that's when she mm-hmm. says, I received that. So I appreciated that he checked in and realized that might have been, like, harsh. Yeah. Um, but as this scene was happening and even though she's saying like i received it i understand where he's coming from i want to make a mental note and not do that again i feel like these complaints and things will eventually transition into their relationship she's not content with the activities they're doing and i can see her not being content with him like if he does something and she's like well you i liked it but what about this or like if they have sex it was good but it was mm-hmm. like but 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 and it never being yeah yes i enjoy you um and i mm-hmm. think eventually that kind of thing does take its toll i'm not saying he's talking to her um in a great way but mm-hmm. i i mean i trust she'll complain if she doesn't like the way he's talking to her um yeah that's true i mean i just i don't know i feel like and i guess to your point like i do see where you're going with that and i guess for me I don't feel like Gil has a lot going on, to be quite frank. Like, Mm. I feel like, I feel like she could possibly get bored with him because it's not like he's giving much to the table. Like, I mean, in terms of like excitement or like things to do, places to go, like we already can tell that they don't have the same traveling styles, which is huge. Um, You can tell that they don't like to go to the same restaurants because it's too bougie. So already in my head, I'm thinking you guys don't really have a shared interest. Or, like, yeah. share things that you enjoy. And so she's always going to be complaining because he's never going to want to do the things that she wants to do and vice versa. So for me, yeah. it's kind of like it's the inevitable. Like, you guys don't have enough in common to make this a sustainable relationship. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I exactly see what you're saying. Or I see exactly what you're saying. She... Like, they like each other, mm-hmm. which is they good. Do. But the these differences where he's not going to be, you know, this overindulgent man that's splurging on things and surprises and keeping things super, super exciting at the level that she needs. Mm-hmm. He's very content with not a lot. Yeah. Um, for him, absolutely. he might be like, let's get a red box and get some sushi and chill. And for him, like, but <laughs> what about... No. What about Ruth Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we dress up and go somewhere? Which exactly. I would get annoyed too if I was like, you know, it's been a long, let's just chill. And someone was like, mm-hmm. well, let's go out and, you know, spend a bunch of money. I'm like, I just don't. Well, yeah, that's, that's why you need to. Place. Yeah, and that's why you need to have a partner who gets that. Like, I feel like it's yeah. just so much easier when you have someone who's not like, "Hey, let's go out to dinner every one and every now and then," or someone who prefers to like eat at home and like yeah. watch Squid Games. Like, it's it's you know you gotta have those things that keep you guys connected, yeah. and they're always gonna be at odds because she's always gonna want to go out and he's always gonna want to stay in. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't even like to go out per se. She likes to just be like flashy, and that's not him. Yeah, and and she also, girl, flash that those she flashes. She likes to be stuff. <laughs> a certain stuff. extent of flashy, not necessarily current. No, just like at one no time, current. Oh bless it! But it's it's interesting. I feel like she wants to please him, but it's not true to herself. Like yes, absolutely. And that's tough. They could really make a good couple if she could come down a little bit, and if he could like Mm. elevate, they could be (laughs) elevate. Yeah. So both gotta. Both gotta do. If, if we both met in the middle and stop yes. being like these extremes, we could probably have a good relationship. Because aside from that, they do work really well together and have a nice banter. Mm-hmm. But I guess these, I don't. I it it doesn't it like, doesn't it doesn't translate well to me. Honestly, the banter I don't like it. I trust that if she had a problem with the banter, she would say something. But yeah, it's it he, doesn't. I feel, feel like, like he banter. would change it if she said something. But. The, these lifestyle differences are mm-hmm. kind of hard when you're trying to merge your life with someone and he's talking about not renewing his lease and like living with her. She sounds stressful to live with, truthfully. Yeah. She's just not that relaxed about many things. Um, and I'm sure he's stressful for her to live with because he's so relaxed and doesn't care mm-hmm. about the same things that are important to her. So it's just, it's yeah. difficult. But I am glad that he checked in with her because I hadn't seen him do that before. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens. Her, after he's complained about like what she's saying. Hmm. <sighs> so then we transition into a little group outing with Brett, Ryan, Bow, and Johnny. They are at Again, the Texas premiere. Why do Ryan and Johnny keep ending up together? I don't know. These people should not be together. They are at the Texas premiere shooting <laughs> range, I think. Um, they're they're going uh, skeet they're going skeet shooting, which is something I've always wanted to do. Um, really? Yes. So Ryan says he loves to skeet shoot and he's really happy. He gets to enjoy that with Brett. LOL. He says he wants to find some common gown and bridge the divide between them. Um, So they get there. uh, Ryan's like kind of testing it out. Johnny and Brett immediately are like so uncomfortable. Uh, Johnny has earplugs in. I'm like, Johnny, come on now. Um, They all have earplugs in though, right? I only saw Johnny's for some reason. I guess because they were hanging out. Um, But Brett says, okay. Brett says she doesn't like sudden sounds like uh, wine or champagne corking, uh, something about the anxiety. I was like, girl, champagne you need balls, balloons. 
I'm like, girl, I will talk to you about some some antidepressants because, girl, this is insane. Um, So Bao goes after Ryan. Um, She says that she's always wanted to do it. So she shoots it once and then tries to shoot it again. And then she shoots it while it's like she's trying to crank it. I was like, girl, I mean, they're, I'm sure they're shooting blanks, but I was just like, sis, this is not good. Um, Johnny says that Bao is very adventurous and he said it was fun watching her. It was fun, but also frightening watching her. Um, so Johnny and Brett do not do it. Um, just Bao and which Ryan, is so which is so stupid. Um, Ryan said it was disappointing. He wanted them to do something together. I wish he would have told her that. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny and Brett are trying to have a conversation while they're skeet shooting. I'm like, this is so stupid. Like, it's so loud. Y'all have earplugs in, but then you're trying to have this serious conversation. And I just was, I was so fucking annoyed. I was like, this, this is stupid. This is also weird because they don't talk to each other. So like- Right. And they were trying to find, like, <laughs> common ground. And I'm like, Brett, this is not the same thing. Like, yeah. Johnny's saying that they've had a lot of, him and Bao had a lot of deep conversations when they weren't ready for that. And they should have just been friends. And yeah. Brett says that they're always very civil and they don't have the fighting, but they have the opposite. I'm like, both of y'all need to shut up and skeet shoot. Like, this is yeah. so stupid. Bao and Ryan were making a good team. He looked yes. very happy to be able to teach someone how to do it. And Bao looks super cute. Um, yeah, just try. Movie. Like, you don't have to yeah. like it. Just try it. And that's my, that's Why what I don't like go, about. though, with no right. intention on holding the gun? And, like, I don't know what was Johnny's deal. I guess he's just like, Ugh. But even with Brett, I'm like, you sit here about, you sit here saying that you want to try, you want to do this, and you want to do that. But, like, you don't really try and like i guess it was similar to like when they went to like the little um that ninja date or whatever and just like even with the kayaking like she planned that but she didn't really try yeah and it's always with this caveat of like oh i don't like this i don't like that like she's kind of a buzzkill sometimes where she's just like exactly neither one of them even got out of the cart it was so yes I could see, like, maybe if you were like, I don't know if I want to touch the gun, but, like, I'll go and stand by and, like, exactly. learn and watch and participate. But they're just sitting there trying to talk to each other, and Brett's jumping every five minutes because the gun is going off. And I'm like, but you know the gun's coming, Brett. Like, y'all are out there. You see the gun. You see him it's shooting. The sound mm-hmm. is coming. But every time she just like, ah, 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 I was, like, getting so much anxiety just watching her. And for a second, That's I kind of understood. <laughs> Like, it was so ridiculous. I was so fucking annoyed. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, guys. Yeah. See what he's talking about. Yeah. Um, um, so, you want to... difficult. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it kind of leads us into the conversation that Ryan and Brett have, mm-hmm. um, where I think Ryan is saying that he wanted to hear from her what he thinks, or what she thinks is the best plan of action moving forward. Um, you know, Brett says that she wants to see if something's different. Um, she wants to see if he's going to act different. I really don't understand like what they're saying. Um, she says that his actions (laughs) say that he doesn't want to try, but his words say he does want to try and that doesn't add up. Yeah. And so he says that when they were going to, he said that when he said that they were going to try and sleep together in the same room, um, she was confused because it didn't make any sense. They live in the apartment and they don't sleep together because his sleep was being affected by them being in the same bed. And so she took it personally. 
So why would I random? Why would she randomly say that they were gonna, you know, sleep together here? And so he says he doesn't know. He was just trying to be open about the weekend. Um, and he also says that he was trying to be an adult about it and didn't want to make a scene about it. So this is where he kind of lost me. Um, he was trying to start a fight. Yes. And so now he says we have an absolute scene. He said Which he was like, looking. We're sitting together on the patio. No one else is out here. Oh, hey, girl. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, so I don't know what we have an absolute scene means, I guess. And so Brett says something that's really insightful where she says that he thinks that honesty is negativity. And yes. so when she calls him out, this is what happens. He shuts down. And so Brett says that she can sometimes ignore what others' needs are when someone tells her their boundaries. But for her, it just breaks her down. Like she apparently like, I guess, just kind of takes that person's needs and puts them above her own. Mm -hmm. And so he says that if he could go back and do some things differently, he would, but he's not completely giving up because he wanted a wife and they got him an incredibly good person. He's just trying to stay open-minded. I don't really know, you guys. I, I, I don't know what's going so on. I mean, this, I don't know what's going on. This is probably one of the better conversations they've had. I'm glad she Yes, got a as it comes in it. day 40. <laughs> yeah, we got like only 12 days left or something like that. But because he's saying like this has been the opposite of very positive. I'm like, what has mm -hmm. actually, has anything actually transpired? Nothing has happened. Negative. And I'm glad she was able to be like, well, we're only having a conversation. Bao has tried to say we're only having a conversation that hasn't gone well. But Ryan reacts a little bit better. Um, and Brett's able to get her thoughts out and say, like, dude, you just go so negative. But with any any kind of thing that's not cordial is negative to you. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm, I'm glad she shared that with him. And he says that he shouldn't think someone will read his actions accurately. But I think he's lying. I think he's going to keep doing that because he doesn't want yeah. to have any confrontation. Somehow they agree to go take a shot like that's going to make everything better. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, if we're already not in a good place, why are we drinking together? Is that going to make anything better? I don't know. I mean, they're just... I guess they I'm just... like, if we feel like lovey-dovey, but these people might be confrontational drunks. I don't know. Mm. So then it kind of leads into, like... This strange R&B slash gospel song comes on um, called Can't Can't Steal My Love. Like, I don't know what was going on. Is this on. an actual song or is it a song for the show? It was a song for the show. Okay. Yeah, so it's like uh, they transition out of that into like this, like this song. I was like, this is very interesting because before we were getting all these like country pop songs. Um, mm. So I just thought it was very interesting. Um, so then we get into a scene of Michaela and Zach. Um, I think um, Michaela asks Zach what is your idea of marriage and Zach says that it's happiness he said he knows that there will be ups and downs but he thinks that the happiness would be consistent throughout the relationship and so he says that he feels like his feelings throughout their relationship have remained consistent and he says that he thinks Michaela's have kind of fluctuated and she says he that her stepping in I don't know why he. I don't know why he wanted to start this with her, but I was like, I guess we're gonna start it. I guess let's start it. Let's start the train. Um, yeah, he tells her her feelings have fluctuated. Yes, and of course she's befuddled. So like, then she's like, up? "Well, I've been trying to make it work," and he was. She was like, "You know, week two you shut down," 
And Michaela says she doesn't think that he's really tried hard. And so he, so I think he says that like, are you saying that I haven't been trying? And she was just like, yes. And then she said, we already know what's happening. We already decided last night that we are going to divorce and then take a break and come back together and see what happens. Okay, question. Why do we keep having these conversations that are not benefiting anyone? <laughs> but, and they're all saying the same thing every time. Yeah, um, it's like we just had this talk where we both said no on decision day. Now we had right. another talk that we're going to get divorced <laughs> and then date. Why? Why are we keep talking about this? Yeah. And so then Michaela says that, yeah, you know, this is a good plan because marriage was a lot and we obviously have a lot more work to do. So then Zach's like, whoa, I don't agree with that. He says that he thinks marriage with her was just way more, way more work, not marriage in general. He says that he is not a naive guy and he knew marriage would be tough, but it's tough because of their situation. So then Michaela says, well, if marriage with me is so hard, then why continue any relationship at all? And he says that let's just see what happens once we take a break and see if we come back together. So then she gets up and like, I don't know, just jumps you up. Ever and seen, it's like when you see when someone feels like a bee. By yes. Them and they just yes. Kind of They're just jerking, like jiving, just raising yeah. their hands up. They're just moving all around. So she's like, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. What the fuck? I can't. She storms off the patio, comes back. He's mad at her reaction. And he says he would be, he feels like he would be happy after divorce. He's not ready for marriage to Michaela Amon Clark. But he also says he's been ready for marriage since he was 17. Um... So she goes into her defensive state, and she's like, then leave. He decides to go inside. He slams the door. He says, damn. But, like, No, no, it whole- took a lot, y'all. I'm sorry. That whole then leave, she must have said it at least ten times. Like, she said it a but lot. But my thing, like, I would be frustrated if I was her, too, because what sense would it make if you feel like you're not ready for marriage with me? Mm-hmm. Why would you divorce? Why would you tell me, like, oh, let's divorce and then date? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, because I think he's saying that in this accelerated process, like, I am not ready for marriage with you. Could we date and see if we could get to that point? Sure. But am I ready today to be and stay married to you? No. Yeah, like, so I, I, get, I guess I get that he's not ready to yeah. be with her, but like, don't why would I feel like he's giving her false hope? Yeah, and I think to your point, that's true because I think he is saying like to her point, she's like, but I'm still gonna be the same person. So like, but I guess he's thinking, you know, maybe things would change. Like if you went to therapy um, and controlled yourself, <laughs> maybe things well, yeah, would be different. Yeah, he's trying to like blame it on the process and things yeah, like that. Yeah, because of the acceleration. Like, yeah, very accelerated process, but mm-hmm. I agree with her. She's like, this is me. Yeah. And if you don't like me now, you're probably not going to like me dating. So. I don't know, actually. I, I'm kind of, this is interesting. I'm kind of on his side because I could kind of see how, like, you know what? I don't think we were ready to be married, but I do think that maybe we could just date. So I kind of get. Is too much water under the bridge to date, though? Because I feel like <laughs> there's oh, a lot that's, that's already true. happened that we've. I mean, the fact that he still wants to is so strange to me. Like, maybe he still really thinks that there's something to be salvaged there. I uh, would not. I think not. he's just saying that so she doesn't react. I think he's saying, <laughs> like, true. we can still... I think he's like, let's divorce and then we can date so he doesn't piss her off too much. Yeah. But it's not working. And she knows that they're <clears throat> already had, they've already had a ton of rough patches. And so it's not like 
we're gonna date and everything's gonna be fine. It's just he's feeding her bullshit. She's calling it out. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean that's and true. I think, but I, think I just he's feel to like her. But at the same time, like and even if that's the case, I feel like if she weren't reacting so strongly, maybe she could handle the truth. But mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. think we're dealing with someone who is stable. That's true because we've said we're going to divorce before, and telling us, telling her we're just going to get a divorce has never ended well. Yes, but exactly. also telling her we're going to get divorced and then date again has not ended well. So I think he's in a he's in a lose lose situation. <laughs> we just shouldn't talk about it. Let's just figure it out on decision day. Let's see what happens between now and then. And I'll give you my answer mm. then. Um, the song that comes on after he goes in and slams the door is "I'm So Done." I'm so done chasing you. Yes, I got the lyrics to that as well. Ooh. I was like, all right. It gets yeah. really weird. Michaela's sitting outside on this bench. Bao comes up out of nowhere. <laughs> um, and I'm like, where does she? What happened? I guess Zach yes. came in, so she went out. Yeah. Um, Michaela's crying. And Michaela tells uh, Bao everything that happened about Zach saying he's not ready for marriage last night. Val counsels her and says that she thought they were so good based on the lies she was hearing in these group settings. <laughs> Not based um, on the lies. She didn't say that part. But she <laughs> <said> that. <laughs> Michaela says Zach was putting up a front and then he remixed the story to say he wasn't ready for marriage with her. Um, Michaela acknowledges her own abandonment issues, which is good. Um, and Bao says, well, he's not behaving how she wants him to but he's still here in a way to kind of acknowledge that Michaela cannot control Zach's behavior which is is good but Michaela like when she talks to other people she's very well this is lies she's more vulnerable with other people than she is with Zach is what I'll say Mm. Um, she's not telling 100% the truth she's not telling her part but She's more, she's softer. And I feel like with Zach, she's very defensive all the time. I don't know what, I don't think he's really done anything. Um, But then the music comes on. Did you get this song? Um, If this love is true, we should try and make it work. Is that it? I got all I ever really wanted was you. Oh, no, sorry. This is, that's another song. (laughs) It's coming up. It's coming up, sorry. It's okay. We transition off this back patio drama um, <laughs> into a party, I guess, that they have to have. One yes. Day. <laughs> it's very they have to have. There's only 10 people in production at this party. Uh, the party simmers down very quickly, though, because Brett is the kind of person who organizes games at mm-hmm. parties, which sometimes I get annoyed by. Um but whatever. So <laughs> the game is they're going to have to give each other superlatives and they're going to vote. They have these these whiteboards magically appear in these dry erase markers. Who knows? First question is, who's most likely to have kids? Most people say Rachel and Jose, which hmm, I, get, I don't know mm. how that's going to work, but optimism. Most likely to end up in rehab. The overall answer is Johnny, which is surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Did you feel surprised by that? Is he yes, that was. or something? I don't know. I mean, he is kind of like, you know, unhinged, so maybe getting <laughs> that. I don't feel like anyone in the cast drinks noticeably um, to end up in rehab, but I don't know. 
Most likely to leave a party early. Everyone says Mirla. Most likely to be a drama queen. Bao says Johnny. We don't really get to hear from anyone else, but Bao feels like Johnny's a drama queen. Mm-hmm. Then things take a little bit of a twist. Um, with the most likely to be Petty, uh, the answers are Rachel and Michaela. Rachel votes for herself because she feels like she's very petty. Michaela votes for herself, and a lot of other people vote for Michaela, including Gil. And Gil has kind of spoken out about Michaela before, if y'all remember, from the salsa date they tried mm-hmm. to go on. I don't feel like Gil likes Michaela at He all. hates her. <laughs> <laughs> he is he can't like, stand her. watch out. Um, and so he says she seems very vindictive and thought out, and like she would take the batteries out of the smoke alarm, which is Yikes. true because we know she took the spices out the house. Yeah, she but then agrees. we get we get into some weird territory. So then mm. she starts like I don't know if she was drunk, but she starts doing she a lot where she's like, "Yeah, I'm petty. I'll take your motherfucking baseboards. Hee hee hee. I'm a handy bitch. I'll take all your shit." I was like, "Ooh." Yeah, it was like she was agreeing, but she was like mad about it as well. It was not Zach, a good look. <laughs> we see a little commentary where, like, she's talking over him, but he's like, I hate that shit, or something like that comes across Ugh. the screen. Uh, she talks Lord. about she'll take the agitator out the, out the, uh... What is that again? That's what, the thing that? in the washing machine, like, the post. <gasps> that keep, they, they now make washing machines without that little thing in the middle, but it's like the post that cleans the clothes in the washing machine. Is she machine. serious? She said, Lord. She said she'll take that out. She said she'll take the dish detergent. Like, she's... She should have shut up. But, again, oh we're in dangerous territory because she's already been drinking and we're egging her... No one's really egging her on now that I think about it. She's egging herself on. That's the thing in the washing machine. Yeah, she'll remove the agitator, which I guess it comes out so you can clean it, but do people really do that? I didn't know it came out. What is going on? She she knows it's called an agitator, which I didn't know until I went to buy a washing machine. Oh, God, girl. She might have done it before. She's probably being honest. We don't know her history. Okay, so we transition from this to everyone starts getting ready for bed. Ryan is out at the fire and a couple other people. But Zach and Michaela seem to go to bed early. I'll let you take it from here. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Zach is in bed. He's on his phone. Looks like he's reading messages. That he looks a little concerned. I don't know. Michaela just... crawls into bed. She's doing, like, this creepy smile. Like, she's this, staring oh. at him. It looks to me like she's wanting to pick a fight. I was so uncomfortable, um, you guys. Um, so, yeah. So, she's just bad. looking yeah, looking like she's just ready to go. <laughs> Um, she asked him what he thought of today, and Zach says that the conversation today was unacceptable and he cannot continue to put himself in these situations. Michaela said that she was on the patio and she had a talk with Bao, they had a great conversation. Zach says that when they were talking earlier, he felt like he was talking to two different Michaelas, and he says that you forget stuff that we've talked about. But did you Mika- also notice her words were slurring in this scene? Yes, she's so drunk. Like That's she, what, she's yeah. she's not right. She's she's not right. Um, Michaela says, you know, what is wrong now? And he says that the conversation isn't going to help. So then she says, well, you can go home tonight. She was like, you can drive. Um, she was just like, I wish I had driven because I knew you would do some shit like this. Um, and she mm-hmm. doesn't want to ride back with him. So then he says, well, if you're not going to ride back with me, then I'll just leave tonight. So then she keeps saying, bye, bye, go home, go, you can go, bye, moving her head and her body all sorts of ways. Um, 
then uh, she's just like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. Uh, so then Michaela says, you know, we were out there laughing, like what happened? And he says, you're telling me you don't want to ride with me. And she says, no, I misunderstood. I'll ride back with you. <sighs> so then he's so, so then he's like, well, I'm confused. So then she says, honestly speaking, shut the fuck up and let me talk. I will say it loud and clear. You don't have to worry about me bringing home me, me, you bringing me home. So then she calls her sister. Hey, sissy, can you pick me up? Zachary's having a problem. He says, give me the phone. Um, it's her sister, Latrifa, Shatrifa. Sharifa. Okay. She says, what is happening? He says, and he's he doesn't really articulate himself very well. He said that he's reached his limit with this, uh, but Michaela will have a ride home, basically. Then Michaela grabs the phone out of him. Woof. Ciao. The way I just would like okay. to remind everybody that all ten of these people are going back to the same building. Hello? They're going back to the same city. There's yes. They're all going back to the so, mutual apartment. Maybe Michaela's not going back to the mutual apartment, but I'm sure anyone could drop her off. So like why does this have to be I don't even know what's what's happening here. Like it's just so uncomfortable for me, y'all, because I just don't this this confrontation like this, I'm all about, you know, let's get into the root of the problem here. But all of this, like, emotion around mm. the words is just so uncomfortable. So she is, like, I mean, she's, like, category nine at this point. Like, she's just, like, she's yanking the phone out of him. She's saying, I can get myself home. Um, I don't need you to get home. So then Zach says he needs to remove himself from the situation. He looks around. Well, he said in his, in his talking head, he's looking around trying to figure out how he got here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was funny. He says that he needs to trust his gut and remove himself. So then all of a sudden, he's getting up. He's got his suitcase and everything. And then I guess she sobers up. And so she's like, it's not safe to drive. You can't go. just go to sleep, take a nap, and then wake up. Like, all of a sudden, she completely changes her language, her tone. Everything changes, okay? Well, so this exactly, is, we're getting two different this, people now. <laughs> this point, like, right after he takes the phone, explains to her sister that Michaela's having whatever she's saying she doesn't want him to take her the producers rewinded back and says 10 minutes ago when she's like oh i'm sorry i misunderstood i'll ride back with you like that was 10 minutes ago and now she's being super confrontational um it's so bad but yes you're right she does change up everything and she's like like the speech the cadence everything changes (laughs) she's like I don't want you to have to ride back in the countryside by yourself because it is not safe. You're not thinking straight. Uh, It's safer here than there. You know, whatever. And he's like, why am I not thinking straight? He's super confused. Like, what the fuck is she talking? He's not drunk. She is, though. Um, She's like, well, I think you should take a nap and then go because it's 11 p.m. And remind you, Brennan, Brenham is only about an hour away from Houston. From like yeah, and it's not even like East Texas. Like when I pulled it up on the map, it's actually closer to Austin. So like, yeah, I it's think like he'll, between Austin and Houston. Like he's gonna be okay. Like he once he gets on uh, that highway, like he's fine. And it's only like eleven. So like, girl, chill. Yeah, like I can see if like it was 11. two a.m. No, it wasn't that late. Like she's making this sound, but she's like, it's eleven a.m. All of a sudden, we're outside the door. Chill. And I don't know how we got outside the door, but we're outside the door. And how did we get like, here? I don't want you to leave. Um, you don't even have to sleep with me. I want you to sleep here. And he's like, this is too much. He's saying she's leaving. She's taunting him. She's He starts walking out with his suitcase. She's like, look at this dumbass. He's trying to leave. And I was like, this is just really bizarre. 
Val opens the door. So then, so then at some point, I guess he's talking to production. Michaela then takes the suitcase back, brings it to the room. She she goes back in the room, kicks it back, then says, "I'm petty. Remember that? Remember not having any spices?" And I was like, (laughs) "What? So is this a game?" So then so, he goes in to the room. Yes. She slams the door. I'm like, Lord have mercy. What's she going? She do? She going to hit him? Like, what's happening uh, behind the door? So apparently she like, I think like pushes him on the bed and it's like, go to sleep. Yes. Go to sleep. Yeah, she's like, go to sleep. Go to fuck to sleep. And I'm <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is going on? And he's like, stop making it hard for me to leave, please. I just oh, want to go. He's like pleading. Bow is scared because she's like, I've never heard them yell at each other. The bitch don't live with them. They yell at each other all the time. Oh, but girl, wait till you see the footage. Actually, I know she's gonna be shocked, mind blown. Child. So then somehow Zach manages to get out of the bedroom. He escapes the grasp of Kayla. (laughs) He gets out there. He's telling the others that he is leaving. I hear Mirla be like, it's kind of late, Zach. Well, um, yeah, Mirla, Rachel, Bow, Ryan, and Gil are out at the fire. He's yeah. trying to just say goodbye to them. And Mirla's like, your mama would want you to drive this late. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. And honestly, I think that he's walking with Bow and I think uh, Ryan. And I actually think that they probably could have convinced him to stay. But then Michaela comes out, you know, all hell hath yeah. fury. Coming out all wild Who let and her shit. out is what I was trying to figure out. So I thought she decided to stay in, but apparently she Girl. found her way outside. So then he's like pleading with her. He's like, listen, everyone, like, I swear I'll text you guys when I get there. Once I get into the car, I'm going to be very happy on the way home. Um, so then Michaela like rushes over to Ryan. She's like, go get in the car with him, ride back with him. And he's like, okay. And she's like, get in, get in right now. And he's like, okay. She's like demanding. And he's yeah. like, get in there right now. She's like, he's leaving. And so Ryan's like, there's nothing we can do. He's a fucking adult. And she's just like, yeah. what the fuck? So then she storms off. Then Ryan's like, what are we supposed to do? Land in the car? We were talking to him until that happened. So then he's so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so then he's annoyed. So then I she goes into long. the into the club. I was say the clubhouse. Into the, the barn. barn. Do you want to um, give us a tally of everything that she's um, touching? Oh, uh, yeah. So, okay. And y'all probably seen this clip everywhere. And I was really hoping there was going to be more to this clip, but this clip is all that there is. And that's all um, we need. Shit. Well, I thought, like, you know, since this was a clip, I just expected an extended version. Mm. But she goes inside the little pews from the from the bench they sat on at dinner that they had set up for the game. Michaela flips the pew and walks over it simultaneously. I guess not a pew, it's a bench. But yeah, she so she it flips it and then jumps over. I was like, damn, she's agile. Yeah, she don't like she is possessed like a poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Um, she flips the benches, then she goes into the next room and gets like the foosball table and the pool table and pulls yeah. both of them and ultimately goes into her room. There's some cameraman that's trying to like sneakily follow her in there, but her producer Crystal is in there and is trying to restrain her sure. um, as she's trying to come back out the room for the guy with the camera. I don't know and, what she was going to do to him. I wish we could have seen because then the door shuts and the next well, day she slammed it bright and sunny well because she like I think she knocked something over some glasses or something because I heard a clash and then I think she moved the yeah. pushed the bed over she's like get the fuck out like I'm like girl yeah um, the producer was using all of her strength to control this woman um, so yeah so then we find out the next morning that um Michaela's sister picked her up uh very late um in yeah. the morning. Val tells us Michaela came into her room and right after that, like 
sometime after that she came into her bed and was distraught she says Michaela tried to sleep but her sister came to get her pretty early in the morning and Bao's very hopeful that Dr. Pepper can help them I don't know why <laughs> she thinks Dr. Pepper is going to be the answer to this and the next oh this is the same day everyone's at breakfast apparently Johnny went to bed super early and he missed everything he doesn't know what's happening yeah he was so, like I'm like how did you miss that Johnny Johnny was getting some rest. I guess so. I don't know. He has his own room, so maybe his room was like farther away. Mm-hmm. He says he thought everyone was partying when he heard yeah. the noises and things. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, honestly, <laughs> one would probably infer that. So that's true. If yeah, I heard like that, I would have. Yeah, I would have been like, "Oh, y'all having a good time," you know? Yeah, he wasn't awake awake, so he didn't hear like cussing and fighting. He was like, something's <laughs> going on out there, but yeah. Ryan tells him they were doing a good job de-escalating it until Michaela came out. Um, then the couple start talking about how they noticed that Michaela and Zach were quiet at dinner the night before. We see a little bit of flashback to them at the the table, and they're just kind of like staring at each other in a really like uncomfortable mm-hmm. way. It was not um, good. Yeah, it looks like you know we don't like we shouldn't even came to dinner with these people. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Johnny says he heard glass breaking. They say that she did throw a wine glass. Um, Gil starts giving his advice and saying it's important to me what Shut you say, up. say what you mean. And Brett is like, that's facts. You know, and I was like, this is... <laughs> Y'all are so stupid. <laughs> this is so must. Um, then we go into Rachel and Jose, which I guess this is one of their scenes. This, this was stupid. We don't have that many, thankfully, but you want to cover it? Um, they just said a whole bunch of nothing. Okay, yeah, they went to, like, another place on the farm. <laughs> they were talking about it last night. Rachel's saying she feels so loved, and she's glad they didn't have another argument. She's very happy with everything that's going on with her and Jose. That's basically it. Basically it. Everyone um, leaves the farm. Yeah. Oh. oh, I was just about to say everyone leaves in heavens. I think... Um, yeah, they all leave and, and never come back. <laughs> they, all, they all leave. They're in the car, in the cars talking. Uh, Ryan says he feels relieved the focus wasn't on them <laughs> and that, like, somebody else was causing the problems. Bao is trying to validate Michaela's feelings. She's trying to see both sides of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mirla is driving back for, for them, which is kind of interesting because I think Gil I think that's her car, though. Oh. Because she drove she there she too. her car? I think so. She drove. She drove sure all the way there? Oh. Yeah. She's going to get a detail. It'll be fun. Because I remember seeing oh, her fun. in the driver's seat. Because she asked him when she was taking the selfie. I saw the wheel. And I, and when he and he was just like, I'm not taking a picture with you. That's how I noticed that he was sitting oh, in the passenger seat. I saw her taking the selfie. So I assumed she was not doing that from the driver's seat. But okay. Mm-hmm. So apparently they have to film again um, on the hour trip home. So they stop at the Jersey Barnyard, which I would be so annoyed if we just left the, the Hello? barn. I We're saw that, and I was like, what are y'all doing? I was it's very weird, because they have, I mean, hype is obviously somewhere, but like, here's yeah. a dog in the car, y'all doing this weird barnyard thing. So they're at the barnyard, there's like some goats, and the couples break off into these individual spaces, and we get little glimpses of them talking to each other, which is kind of kind of it but Miro says she feels at one with nature there's baby goats and cows 
Brett and Ryan say they want more days like today. <laughs> Ryan feels like it's one of the most relaxed uh, days Brett has had. It's probably because, you know, someone else was causing a scene. Exactly. Um, but they say they feel like they're on the same page. Bao and Johnny talk to each other. He says he appreciates her enjo- enjoying herself this weekend. He says that was nice to see. She says she appreciates the journey with him, even though it hasn't been the best. Um, Mm. She says the level one conversations are working. He agrees. They also say they're on the same page. Um, After not spending time together. That's kind of all I got. Yeah, I mean, it it was pretty anticlimactic. Like, after Mm -hmm. Michaela kind of just destroyed the whole barn. Um, There's really nowhere to go from there. Yep. Um, Do you think that... Okay, so if production pays for this rental and then someone comes in and damages it what happens does she have consequences for her behavior i feel like she probably does but at the same time let's just assume that she didn't break anything i mean she did flip some shit but i mean i don't think she actually damaged anything but i know she broke that wine glass Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like with wine glasses, I mean, I don't think they really, like, take that into consideration. Like, I know when you do Airbnbs and you break a wine glass, they may be like, oh, I don't know, $10 or something. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it'll probably be fine. I mean, I could see if she had, like, threw that bench out a window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which could have been coming, uh, yeah. quite honestly because I was I've never seen anything like that like on TV like that that was insane and honestly like something's not right there and yeah. I, I, I don't want to make jokes about it like that's not you know behavior that I think um, is good behavior and I just feel like she needs to work on herself and she really does like truly need therapy like I don't know I still what. maintain that she should have been at that rage room when they went I don't think I Girl. If you want to destroy some stuff, you can do it in a safe place. Yeah, but I think she needs more than that. Like that was of just of course she needs so more than that. I'm just saying that'd probably be a good start to just release some emotion if mm-hmm. you feel a little pent up, so you're not destroying a rental. I mean, her comparing win. her and Zach to Godzilla and Kong, I was like, wow. oh. she's should that should that be should that be the name of our um of the um the next um, episode no. Godzilla and Kong. No. <laughs> Why not? I liked. I wanted it to be. I like goats because that bitch was super no. Goats. I want Godzilla and Kong. No. You guys vote on our Instagram. Do you want Godzilla and Kong or goats? We're not gonna vote on this. We're Come gonna pick on. something something totally different for both of us. <laughs> um, but okay. yes. What are you What are you watching? Um. So this week I'm just watching you. Um. You oh. on Netflix. I'm watching season three. Um, I feel like everyone should know what you is, but um, it stars. What's this guy's name? That Penn Bagley and Cardi. Yes. Are yeah, I saw that on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, you is about a bookstore manager who's pretty much a sociopath, um, and pretty much just like kills women, and you know, he's a stalker. But it's just such a great show. Um, so I'm watching that right now on episode six. So great. Um, I definitely recommend. This is season three. So, yeah, I'm having a great time. So, please go watch it. Love it. Okay, very good. I'm watching The Wonder Years. Um, I'm watching it on Hulu, but I think it's airing on ABC. It is like a revamped Wonder Years, but with black people. Um, so, the star of the show is this little kid named Dean. Dean is 12 years old, and it is the 60s. 
Um, he is voiced, not voiced, it's kind of narrated by Don Cheadle, um, which kind of reminds me of like how everyone hates Chris's, where it's like a younger Chris and the older, the older voice voicing him. Um, but it just kind of goes through his life and everything going with his family. He's uh, coming of age. He's looking at like nudie magazines and Martin Luther King was just assassinated. Um, but so far it's pretty, pretty good. I'm really enjoying it. I think they only have four episodes out right now because they're coming out every week. But I like it. It's a, well, it feels like a feel good show to me. Um, yeah, that's what I'm watching. And then I told y'all I watched The Bachelorette today because mm-hmm. I had time. Okay. Well, any other things? That's it, you guys. Thank you. What's happening next week on the show? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't even watch oh. the trailer. Did they give us a trailer? Damn. I mean, there's so much that happens after that. Like, they have couples cam, and they got, you know, uh, unfiltered at, like, midnight. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? I'll have to check back in the, well, in the middle of the week like and see. 10 or 11 days to decision day. So, I'm sure they're going to drag it out for probably another eight mm-hmm. episodes. Probably so. Um, but it seems like many of us aren't going to make it, it to marriage post-decision day. I just don't like it. Two, in less than two weeks, we're going to feel like we want to stay married to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think maybe one couple will dismal. stay. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that we'll sounds... see what happens. Yeah, well, listen to Throat Baby, y'all. Don't forget, y'all get Yes, Throat with Baby. <laughs> so funny all right guys thank you so much for listening to us follow us on ig um twitter we're always doing uh fun like little polls and stuff on instagram and i'll post a couple of re retweets and stuff on twitter i think maybe i don't know um so yeah follow us on ig subscribe share rate us at five stars only if you can't give us five stars don't rate it all uh <laughs> yes please And we'll catch up with y'all next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.